All right, now. So, yeah, so, I, so we, we, Cindy and I just want to make sure, and Danielle, just want to make sure and say, uh, and thank you, Rick, for that, that introduction uh, that I don't deserve. Um, for those eight years, you were the gift to us. And I mean that with all the sincerity that I have. You were the gift to us. Uh, Journey came into our lives right when we got married. I mean, like, right. I think some of you were at our wedding. Um, and, and, you know, so, so we were going through this, you know, this puppy love stage, you know, and, and, uh, and, and uh, trying to na- navigate a new relationship and a new marriage and a bl- blended family, you know, and, and we lived an hour away. And, um, and, and, we, and we, we, had, we had been wounded just because, just because of life, we had been wounded, and 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 uh, and we needed a, uh, a a place where we could fellowship and be loved on, and and uh, and be encouraged. And you and you all were all of that to us, and and you were God's gift to us, much more than I was than we were ever a gift to you. Thank you for that again. Thank you so much for that again, um, man. There, is, there aren't many days that go by that we don't talk a little bit about journey and, and pray for journey. Um, and, and the reason is, is because this church is an authentic, an authentic organ or organism, whatever you want to call it, of God in this community, making a difference, bringing healing, bringing whatever is needed, uh, through the gospel, to people right, right here. And, and you continue to do that. You continue to grow in that. You continue to give back to your community. And God is using you in amazing ways. And so we just feel like, you know, we just had to get out of the way so all you other wonderful people could come. You know, we, 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 were, we were standing in the way. And, and now you're much better off. And, and we just praise God for that. I mean, it makes us so happy. It makes us so happy for that, to, to see what God is doing here in this church. And I just want to talk about it a little bit, a little bit this morning, if you'll let me. Maybe, maybe 20 minutes. Um, will, you, will you give me 20 minutes? Okay. So, wow. I, I came across, I think, I think it was in my version Bible app, Devotion, Maybe even yesterday, I came across Revelation chapter 7, uh, and, and just that beautiful picture, I'll read part, a portion of it here to you, but just that beautiful picture of God with his people for the first time in heaven. An amazing picture. And I, and I just got to think, for me, that's what coming to journey is like. And, and I want you to see that uh, this morning. I want you to leave knowing that God is here. I want you to leave knowing that God, God has commissioned you and, you're, and you are fulfilling that commission to take the good news of Jesus to, to everyone. I want you to leave here knowing, knowing that you have a God and a Savior, Jesus, who will not let you down, whose salvation never fails, who is present every moment He is at our right hand. He is our warrior. He is our leader. He is our king. 
And he is here at Journey, and he is leading this group of people, this group of believers onward to do his work and to build his kingdom. I want you to leave knowing today that this place, in this place, the kingdom of God is being built. The kingdom of God is being built. Lives are being saved and changed, and glory is brought to God. And one of these days, one of these days, we're going to be in this picture that we see here in Revelation chapter 7. I'm going to start, start somewhere around verse 9, okay? After, after this, I saw a vast crowd, too great to count, from every nation and tribe and people and language, standing in front of the throne and before the Lamb. They were clothed with white robes and held palm branches in their hands. And they were shouting with a great roar, Salvation comes from our God, who sits on the throne and from the Lamb. And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living beings, and they fell before the throne with their faces to the ground and worshiped God. And this is what they said. Amen. Blessed and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor, power and strength belong to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the 24 elders asked me, who are these who are clothed in white? And I said to him, sir, you are the one who knows. Then he said to me, these are the ones who died in the great tribulation. They have washed their robes in the blood of the lamb and made them white. This is why they stand in front of God's throne and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will give them shelter. They will never be hungry or thirsty. They will never be scorched by the heat of sun for the lamb on the throne will be their shepherd. He will lead them to springs of life-giving water and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. What a happy day. What a happy day when God finally wipes every tear from every eye of those who have put their trust in him. Just the smallest amount of trust. I read today, I read uh, this weekend that little faith will bring your soul to heaven, but great faith will bring heaven to your souls. And just that little faith, just that little faith makes you a participant in this wonderful, wonderful picture that we have seen here in Revelation chapter 7. We see the Father and his gospel present. We see Christ and his great commission as all those from all over the world had heard the gospel and were saved. And we see the grand entrance of all those who are generated by the Holy Spirit who are in those white robes and singing praises to God. Listen, there was a day when you were not singing praises to God. There was a day when you were cursing and you were, and you were ungrateful and, and bitterness came from your lips and from your tongue. But God has changed that. He has transformed you and he is remaking you right now to where you will give him praise and good things come forth and honor and glory Go to God. Listen to what uh, the Apostle Peter says in 2 Peter chapter 1 as he talks about this incredible uh, gift of heaven that God has given believers. When he says this, Therefore, brothers, strive to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you will never fall. And you will receive a lavish reception into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. A lavish reception. A lavish reception. When, when we come here, that's, that's the way we feel. You guys give us a lavish reception. Just think what heaven's going to be like, amen? A lavish reception into the presence of God. And this is Journey's 14th birthday. Wow, what God has done here. Let me, let me just say first and foremost, you have an amazing and wonderful pastor and pastor's wife. I mean, 
what a gift. Amen? What a gift. What a gift that God has given this, this church and these people. Pas- pastoring with, with your pastor for those eight years was a blast for me. I mean, I, I had so much fun. And we worked, we worked so well together. And the reason why is because Rick Pirtle is, is an awesome man of God who lives what he believes. And I, pr- and I praise God for him. And, and, and I can't say enough about Andy and how she, week after week, day after day, I, I've, never, I've never heard her complain. I've never heard her complain. I'm not saying she doesn't, Rick. You've heard it. <laughs> She's always got a smile on her face. She's always ready to serve. Andy was in church more times than most of us by the time she was 12. And and all I see is God's joy in greater measure in her all the time. She she never gets tired of Jesus and his story and serves faithfully alongside her husband. And I just praise God for that. I praise God for that. We consider Journey our church, so I hope you guys know that. We, we are simply missionaries sent by you to Kirkwood to help in a church plant called Redemption St. Louis. We're about three years old now. We have been, we, we have been through some tough times. Uh, our, I, I, can, I can tell you this. Our pastor uh, just uh, signed divorce papers about two weeks ago and has seen his marriage... Um, fall by the wayside, not because of anything that he did, um, but, but um, just because of sin. And, and he is faithfully serving still at this moment. And, and what, a, what a great man of God he is too. But we've seen some tough times already as a little church. And so did Journey see some tough times as a little church. I can remember being in that auditorium, just, just a little band of people. And it, was, and, it, and it was like, it was like, it swallowed us. It swallowed us. But, but, but God was doing great things. And then all of a sudden, about half the church was still coming, was still coming to worship on Sunday morning. And the other half was gone. And I, and I saw what it did to your pastor. I saw his broken heart. I saw his, his, this pressure, this weight that made him want to just say, I want out of this. But he never did. He never did. And served God faithfully. And you served along with him until this day. I can remember the first day in here. Can you remember it? The first day in this building? The electricity was amazing. The, the excitement was real. It was tangible. You could feel it. You, you almost cut it with a knife. It was an amazing Sunday when we have met in here first and worshiped God together. It was like it was like it was like God had had given us a fresh new breath of air, of oxygen, and and it ignited us and made us excited once again, and it was, and it made me so joyous at the same time. I have watched wonderful families work weekend and week out at this with with this organization to make Jesus known. Whether it's, whether it's Sunday school, whether it's the little ones and, and uh, youth groups, whether it's uh, ministry, 
uh, whether it's music, whether it's giving, whether it's building maintenance, whether it's the, uh, the sound crew, the band. I mean, and, that, and I'm just touching the tip of the iceberg. Amazing people in this congregation, in this body of believers that have served the Lord faithfully year in, year out, all those 14 years, and God is blessing your efforts. God is blessing your efforts, and we should praise God for that. Wonderful and faithful workers in the kingdom of God in this place called Journey Community Church. Selfless servants. Those who have given of their time when they could have easily said, I don't have time. Those who have given of their resources when they could have easily said, we need that at home. Those, those who gave of their prayers and their support and their continual faithfulness to this, to this body of believers that have worked hard to make it a place where, where Jesus is known and people can come and find the healing of Jesus and, and, and get, the, get their life together. Selfless servants, giving of themselves. And I see in this congregation dear, dear, dear friends. Friends. Family. So many of you have meant so much to me and to us. Thank you. Thank you for being, for being true friends. What a blessing you've been to us. And God wants you to continue. He wants you to go on. Just like we see in this picture, as we see, first of all, that good, good father who has never let us down. There he is sitting on the throne. That one, that, that throne that we will stand before and give an account for what we did with Jesus and the grace given to us. But that throne where also comes all good things. For he knows how to give good gifts to his children, doesn't he? And he's never let us down. And he's always been faithful. And we've always been able to depend on him. I can't tell you how many times this year I have sat in my office and brought a need to God. And he has answered it exactly like I needed. And one of the best practices I've ever started is writing those things down every time they happen. God has answered so many prayers. And there's so many prayers I'm still asking him to answer. But God is faithful. He never lets us down. He's never let Journey down, and he will not let you down. He is a good, good father. Yes, listen now. Think about it. That, that the whole gospel is seen in this picture. As we think about God, the one who loves his enemies, and makes them his friends. This one that sits on the throne, who so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. This one that sits on the throne, that answers our prayers and gives us the Holy Spirit as our comforter in this world of sorrow. The one who is slow to anger, slow to anger, but ready to listen, ready to listen to our needs. The creator of the good news, the one from the beginning that had a plan to remedy Adam's sin and make a new heaven and a new earth and invite us to live with him there where he would be our God and we would be his people. He made this way free and good through the death and resurrection of his son Jesus and provides for us a righteousness only based on faith and nothing else. His love for us has never changed this good father. And Journey has had this father's blessing from its inception. He has done all of this above and more for journey. He has led us down some scary dark roads, most definitely. But he has never abandoned us. 
And it is his kingdom work that is going on here. How many times has his generosity surprised us? Amen. How many times has he protected us along the way so that we could meet him one day face to face? He is a good, good father. And he will not let your work be in vain. And then there's the lamb. We see God high and lifted up, so separate from us, so much higher than us, so, so hard to get to because he's holy and we're not. But what, what do we see in this picture also? The lamb of God. The lamb of God, meek and lowly, giving his life. Isaiah said he was led like a lamb or a sheep to the slaughter. We see the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, not a lion, not a warrior, even though he is those. But the polar opposite of what we see on the throne, both in heaven at the same time. God, in all of his fullness, is what he wants us to receive and to experience and to depend upon. He gave up his own power and took up a different power that this world doesn't know anything about. It's called serving. It's what journey does so good. Cindy said it just this week. She said, journey is just the hands and the feet of Jesus. That's what she said to me. Journey is the hands and the feet of Jesus. I think, I think we were telling somebody else that, maybe in our small group. This is what journey is known for, is it's serving. And that's what makes it, such an awesome place to be, such a, such a great place to meet God and find his healing. And even though the world considers it foolish to put others above yourself, to think of others more than yourself, to say no to yourself and yes to helping someone else, this is what glorifies God. And this is how God builds his church. Jesus, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, Live that way for us so that we could be saved. And the way of the cross leads home. The way of the cross leads home. Folks, listen, nobody's going to get to heaven without going through some suffering. Nobody's going to get to heaven unless they first have their faith tried. But God is the one. As the great shepherd of the sheep that carries us all the way home. And so we find strength in our weakness. And we find that it's not how much, it's not about those times that we don't need God that we're strong. It's about those times when we do need God, we become strong. We find strength and weakness. We consider less as more. We own our foolishness and we become wise. We take last place, but we still win. We would rather give than take. And we find contentment in being loving and forgiving. There's those palm branches in this picture too, and it reminds us of Palm Sunday as the, the people of God hailed Jesus as the King, the Messiah, entering into the city, but riding, what, a donkey. But that's where we found the real power, the power of love. And even though it seems upside down, it's not upside down in the kingdom. It's not upside down in the kingdom. And this is why this church is on this corner in DeSoto. This is journey. 
and it's, and it's call, and it's mission. This is journey and it's mission to bring the love and the light of Jesus to this community, just like it's redemption's mission in Kirkwood to bring the love and the light of Jesus to its community. You sent us on a mission, and we're doing our best to fulfill that mission. As we watch you here, do the same thing and root you on and cheer you on. We're so proud of Journey. And who else is in this picture? The throng, the people of God. The people of God. Do you see them there? In their white robes. Do you ever wonder what was underneath that white robe? Probably don't, it's kind of like looking in your own heart. Probably don't want to see it until you get, work up the courage to do so. Where, where did all those people come from? I'll tell you where they came from. They came from lives just like ours. Yeah. With our joys and our sorrows, with our strengths and our weaknesses, with our mistakes and our past with our sins and our failures, with our unbelief and our rebellion. That's who these people are, just like you and me. But what has God done? He's covered all that up, hasn't he? He doesn't see that. Instead, he sees the righteousness of Christ that makes you and makes me all part of this group. Not, and, and not me any more than you, for you wear the same ro- white robe that I do, and you get it the same way that I got it. By coming to Jesus and saying, I can't do anything, Lord. I can't do anything to make me give you my, your favor. And he says, you don't have to. You already have it. Isn't it amazing? God loved you before you knew he loved you. That's those white robes that he has provided for us that make us one. And yet so diverse, yet so different. God's people. There's not a sweeter group on the face of God's earth than God's people. Listen, I know some of you have been hurt in church. I know that. I know some of you have seen Christians act like, act like the devil. I know that. But I'm going to tell you something about the people of God in a general sense. I'm, I'm talking about the 99.9% of you. There is not a more loving, giving, serving, fun group to be a part of than the people of God. And I would rather die right now than not be included in this group. I, I, I would give up anything to be a part of this group. There is no more blessed group in the world than this group, the people of God. I don't care where you go, it's, you'll find it to be the same. I don't care how old they are. I don't care if they're Democrat or Republican. I don't care if they're liberal or conservative. I don't care if they're 
black or white or yellow or brown. It doesn't matter. There is not a better group of people than the people of God. Introverts and extroverts, uneducated and educated, simple and wise, rich and poor, country and city. The people of God. The people of God. And let me say, let me say one last thing, because there's one more thing I see here in this, in this picture. I see the gospel. I see the gospel. I see the gospel. And this group, the people of God, have been given a mission. Did you know God says you have beautiful feet? Did you know that? It's true. It's true. When you, when you take the gospel to people who have not heard it, the Bible says how beautiful are the feet of those that proclaim the good news. And that's what Journey Community Church is doing today and has done for the last 14 years. That's what you are reminded of every time you come together as a a congregation every Sunday and your pastor stands up here and tells you, what are we? We're gospel-centered. And you take communion and you share the Lord's Supper together and you celebrate the fact that you would not be here except for Jesus. And you are commissioned to not only know him and his love better and better every day, but you're commissioned to make that love known to others. That's why you're here. That's your mission. That's what God has called you to do, to know Jesus and to make him known. And your pastor has never tired of telling you that. Remember this, Pastor Rick? Up here at the top it says mission, what we do. To know Jesus Christ and to make him known. And this was, your, and this was the vision, of how that happened. Every home naturally displaying and declaring the gospel in everyday life through the empowering presence of the Holy Spirit. That's probably what? That's probably 10 years ago. Has Journey changed, has Journey changed this mission? No. Has Journey changed its vision? No. No. Today, you're still fulfilling this mission and this vision. That your pastor challenged you with so many years ago. And that's why as an out, kind of, kind of as someone from the outside now, I can come in and, and maybe see what your pastor doesn't see. Or maybe what you don't see. It's, a, it's maybe a little easier for me because I can stand away and look. And I see a people redeemed by the blood of Jesus, clothed in white robes, blessed by the Father, carried in the arms of Jesus, and used to make his love known, his salvation known to all those around you, your family and your friends, your coworkers, your kids, so, so, so much I didn't talk about this morning because I have to quit. Just, just the kid. Listen, let me just say, just the kids that have come through this church. 
that, that you as a church have sent out into the world to do great things for God is an amazing feat. Just those kiddos that have graduated in the last five or, five or eight years or ten years that you sent out into the world. And we need another generation like that. We need another generation that will step up and say, I will go, Father. I will go. I will be the worker in the harvest. I realize that the fields are ready for harvest now, and I will go. And I pray for Journey that you have six or seven or eight or ten young boys and girls, young men and women that answer that call and give their lives to serving God. When your pastor answered the call, I think within that maybe five or six year span, uh, there were maybe, what, six or seven young men. From your, from your home church, our home church, saying they, and, and maybe a couple of young ladies saying that they were going to go into the ministry, for, and uh, that, was their, that was their life's call. I think probably at least five to six out of those seven uh, young men are still pastoring today, still in the work today. And I pray something like that would happen here, that a great wave would sweep through this church, and young people would answer the call to give their lives to serve God and to make Jesus known. We have this on our fridge. It reminds us of you guys all the time. Some of you recognize it. Some of you don't. That's okay. It's just simply what you guys are all about. Right? Serve people, do what? That's right. That's right. That's right. That's that's your mission. And I pray God will give you a new and fresh vision. And you'll do just that in the name of Jesus for his glory and to see many lives saved and changed. Praise God for the lives that have been saved and changed through this group of people, through this church. Praise God for the faithfulness of his people. Praise God for 14 years, amen? And a day where we can celebrate. All we need to celebrate. Folks, listen, we need to celebrate. This, this, world, this world has plenty of sorrow, plenty of things to complain about, plenty of things to be down about. But we as God's people need to celebrate every time we get the chance and encourage somebody else on. Thank you for being our cheerleaders, our balcony people. We want to be your balcony people. God is good, isn't he? God is good. Let's thank him right now. Let's thank him. Heavenly Father, thank you for your people. Thank you for this people. This group of people, Journey Community Church. Thank you for what they've been in our lives, what they've meant to us, what they've done for us, how they've blessed us. Thank you for how they blessed this community. Thank you for the lives in this congregation right now, this morning, that have been touched, helped, healed, changed because of the power of God in this place and his people. Thank you for that, Father. We celebrate today what you're doing here, what you're going to continue to do here. 
knowing that you are always good and always faithful and that your mercies are new every morning. Every morning, God. Every morning you have new mercies for us and we praise you. Every morning, God, you have new mercies for us and we praise you. And the reason you're here today, God, we thank you for these people. Amen. The reason you're here today is because God has put you here. You're exactly where God wants you to be. Let's thank, let's thank you. Amen. I told you he was a, he's a cheerleader. Let's stand to our feet. Let's continue to sing.